Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. I was fixing the brick wall behind me because that's a real brick wall. Oh, we have a fascinating show today, and I really mean that. Have you ever thought about drinking donkey milk? Well, after today's show, you may start thinking about it. You're not going to hear this on anybody else's podcast, I guarantee you. But maybe after I do this interview, more people will pick it up, and that's my hope, really. Um. I am not a doctor. My guest is not a doctor today. Uh, we are not giving medical advice. We're just telling a story. Uh, before you do anything, you should always check with your physician first. And I, I feel compelled to say that today because I, I want to make sure that no one gets any flack from today's interview. Um, more importantly, uh, later in the show, we're going to be talking to Robert Patton about the only underwear that men should be wearing if you care about your man parts, and we'll be doing that later in the show. Before we get started, we have to thank our title sponsor, and that's Legendary Foods, makers of the new sweet rolls. If you've always wanted to eat a Cinnabon, but didn't want to eat it because of the crap it's made out of, you're in luck. Legendary Foods has introduced the Cinnabons. There's a cinnamon one. I'm sorry, the sweet rolls. Freudian slip. Uh, there's a cinnamon one a chocolate sweet roll, and a wild berry sweet roll, roll, you will think you're eating garbage, but you're not. 20 grams of high-quality dairy protein, 1 gram of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. You will be in heaven because you can finally eat dessert and not be guilty. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash legendary and use the code SHR10. And please, if you have children in your household, buy more because your kids will love them. And it's good for them to eat these unlike the other stuff that their friends eat. So do that for them. And now, without further delay, I have to get the uh, the right screen up here. Nope, wrong one. I, I, I erased the entire show this morning, and Natalie had to rebuild it. I'm so sorry. I promised to keep my fingers. No one can hear me, I bet. I wonder if oh, anybody I can now. Great. Okay, but I, bet, I wonder if anybody else could hear me. And now I can't. <laughs> okay, now you can't. What the hell is how about now? Now I can. I hope that whole intro didn't get wiped out by my bad board here. Um, now I can't. It's okay. Now you can't. Yeah, it's cutting out. Test, test, test. Five, five, five. I, I see. So I see it on my screen. I, I see the bars. It's good moving. now. It's there. It's good now. Yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, I hope they heard the intro because we're going to be talking about donkey milk today, and you're probably thinking to yourself, "What?" Come on, Carl. Uh, before I get started, to make sure that this got covered, we are not doctors. We're not making uh, med giving medical advice or anything else. Natalie just called me. I'm sure it's because my audio wasn't working. My audio is working on the podcast, but it's for some reason it wasn't going out over the video. But I think we have it fixed now. So my guest today is Sandra Trawick. Sandra, what's the name of? Uh, can we call it a farm? Sure. 
Okay. Yeah, What's the name of the dairy? Farm? Okay. What's the name of it? The Oklahoma Donkey Dairy. And real original. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, first of all, the fact that we're talking about donkey milk here is a, it's a, it's it's an oddity. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, what the hell are you talking about, Carl? So when did you guys get started with this donkey dairy? So we actually didn't intend to have a donkey dairy at all. Um, we kind of got thrown into it. It was an answer to prayer for us when our daughter got an autoimmune disease called PANDAS, Pediatric Autoimmune Neuropsychiatric Disorder Associated with Strep. There's also one called PANS, which really any virus can trigger it. And it's when your immune system essentially attacks your brain. So um, that happened when our daughter was six. And she had a classic case. We actually didn't even know she had strep. She never had a fever. Her immune system never really mounted that classic immune response. But her behaviors overnight, um, OCD, separation anxiety, uh, hallucinations at night, uh, rages, um, uh, food restrictions. So she wouldn't eat. Um, she lost her ability to read. Um, she was an amazing little artist. She would always do these clay figures. She lost the ability to do art. She, um, uh, it's heartbreaking, all of the things. And it happened literally within about a 24 hour span from being completely fine to all of these things happening. And, you know, I at one point thought, okay, maybe she has a brain tumor. And my husband was like, no, that she doesn't have a brain tumor. And I said, no, I hope she has a brain tumor because they could cut this out and fix it. Right. And we had no idea. I mean, you'd never heard. This was seven years ago. Um, and so no one, our, our doctor had never heard of it. We were thankfully one of the few that got diagnosed quickly and right off the bat. But they said, oh, give her some antibiotics and she'll be fine, which was not the case. After we started the antibiotics, she got worse. She actually, well, it, she developed a, a tick. Like the oh, ticks are part of it too. Like hers, she blinking tick, clearing their throat tick. And what a misconception about this disease is a lot of people believe it's just strep or that you have all of the symptoms and you don't. Another one is a urinary frequency. So all of a sudden they start peeing on themselves or wetting the bed or, you know, a lot of they get misdiagnosed as Tourette's or OCD or ADHD or schizophrenic. And so they just drug them. And meanwhile, their brain is actually on fire. It's inflamed. One of the symptoms that's not listed on uh, any of the sites, but I've talked to other diagnostic people and they've seen this as well. And this is going to blow people's minds, but I've seen it within pandas groups as well. Children that are totally identify as a boy and their little boy, they get in a flare, they identify as a girl. And it is only when they're in a flare. So this is the part of their brain that's being attacked. That was thankfully not one that my daughter struggled with, but I'm seeing it. And that's not something anybody wants to talk about because if it right. is. Right. Yeah. Because now, yeah. now you're saying it's a mental illness. And we're not saying that, but let me ask you a no. question. Uh, they identify as a girl, meaning they want to dress like girls. They want they, their personality yeah. changes and all that sort of stuff. Right. So they're a little girl. They're a girl. They they play like a girl. They're a girl. And then they hit a flare when their brain is on fire. They'll also be depressed, anxiety, all these other things. And they can identify as a boy. So I t and give so me an example. Identify as a boy. Like they say, mommy, I'm, my name isn't Michelle. It's Bob. Like how, how does someone that young 
flip a switch and I, and, and I'm, I'm asking these questions for a reason. I'm, I'm being sincere. What, right. how did she start identifying as a boy? What did she do that told you, Oh, she thinks she's a boy. So that did not happen to my daughter. Oh, okay. okay. That was not one of her symptoms. Okay, I okay. have seen it within other people's yeah. discussions and it's disturbing because why aren't we addressing this? So there is a test called the Cunningham panel and it's actually here in Oklahoma. They were the first to develop a test for pandas. I mean, if I was a legislator, I would require in every state that they do a Cunningham panel on every child before they get a sex change, before they get sex hormones, because I believe that, a lot that's of them fa- that's fascinating right there. That's I don't, but I don't yeah. want to. I want to get away from right. that because that became the lightning rod, and this, that's what everybody's right. going to be talking about, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so autoimmune diseases are when types of foods are small enough to penetrate through the lining of the gut, the intestines, and end up in the bloodstream, and the immune system goes, those aren't supposed to be here. Let's go after them. And then they also look like thyroid tissue, brain tissue, cartilage in the knees, and the body goes, oh, here's some more. Let's go after that, and it destroys it. So I'm just saying that like a summary of what an autoimmune disorder is. And if you take antibiotics, it's only going to make an autoimmune disorder worse because now you're going to even destroy. So the, the good microbes are the most vulnerable in the stomach. The bad microbes are the most resistant. So now you're going to wipe out the, whatever's left of the good micropopulation and you're going to submit this person to havoc for a very long time. So that's why I said she probably got worse. Okay, so how did you, how did you discover donkey milk? So when my daughter got sick, most doctors had never heard of it. Um, I started researching and her praying for answers and, you know, there's just no real solutions. And the solution was, you know, a round of antibiotics, she's going to be fine. Well, that wasn't the case. So I actually called the NIMH and I, you know, asked them, what do I do? And they said at the time, well, our best guess is antibiotics every day until she's 18 or 21 oh. or, yeah, or IVIG treatments, which are not covered by insurance. They weren't at the time. Some states are getting it covered now for this disease. A lot of doctors didn't even believe this disease existed. There were TV shows that made fun of it, said it was crazy moms that were making up illnesses in their children. So um, it was an uphill battle. But I was like, okay, if we're guessing, if the NIMH is telling me to guess, then I'm going to do my own guessing and my own research. And so I started, you know, researching day and night and I had already, I was the mom that ground my own wheat flour. I grew up on a wheat farm. Um, I made my own food. I made things from scratch. We never had Doritos in the house or Oreos or any of that. So it was, you know, a lot of people, their instant reaction is, well, you screwed up. You did something wrong. Your child was raised in an unhealthy way. And this is why she got sick. That is not true. And you can't do that blame game. Do you have any other children? Yes, I have two. And the other child uh, susceptible to any of these issues? Uh, one year ago, she ended up in the ICU with uh, diabetes, type 1. Mm, that's sad. Yeah. Which, yeah, by, the which, way, which also, by the way, we know is also an autoimmune disorder. Autoimmune. And we actually, looking back, when my oldest was six, this happened with her, and my youngest was four. So my youngest started peeing all the time and you know you're dealing with one kid that's having psychiatric you know symptoms and the other one they said she had a thyroid issue because we did blood work on all of us see if anybody else had strep and they wanted me to put on her on drugs for the rest of her life for her thyroid and I was like okay 
I'm going to back burner that. And so we did everything for both of the kids. And I believe now at the time, they also said at one point I took her in, she had, she was chronic UTIs. So they said at one appointment, they said, well, she has some sugar in her urine. Do you have diabetes in your family? I said, no, we don't. I mean, this is not something on my side of the family. So they said, oh, it's probably nothing. And she was four. So I believe at age four, she was already diabetic. And my theory, because of everything we did with her diet, we eliminated gluten. We were paleo, organic, did the donkey milk, which is immune modulating. Um, I believe we were able to keep it at bay until she was 12. So where you live, are there farms around you? Yeah. And are are they organic farms or are they conventional farms? Oh, conventional. We're in Oklahoma. So, yeah, and so, most of them are ranches. And by the way, so is Sylvester Stallone now. Uh, uh, but anyway, no, he's in, uh, he's in, uh, no, Tulsa. Is that Oklahoma? Yeah. I, I, I had yeah. a blip there. Yeah, it so, is. So Tulsa. We yeah. know, we know that, uh, people who live near conventional farms develop myriad of diseases and very, very high rates from Parkinson's disease, which we know now starts in the gut. I mean, right. this has been proven. So it could be, very well be that your children, um, were exposed to uh, aerosol pesticides and, and herbicides, and they just happened to have an immune system that was a little weakened for whatever reason. They're, they're babies, and because mm-hmm. babies don't have an immune system, the mother gives them the immune system. And right. this call, this all could have started because of the farms around you. And both of mine were C-section, as you know. I'm just yeah. one that had yeah. to have a C-section. Right. right, right. So the whole gut microbiome. Uh, with my oldest, I was strep positive. So while I was, you know, attempting to do everything naturally, I was on two courses of antibiotics. So she got all of those antibiotics, Mm. you know, (laughs) before she was even born. Um, So there's a lot of things. And, you know, you can go down all that road of, was it this, this, this? I mean, we've also had a lot of tick bites. A lot of kids with pandas, they also have coexisting um, tick diseases like Lyme disease, Bartonella, which, you know, you start looking into all of that. Um, so you have to tackle all of it, and there's the leaky gut. But yeah, most of your immune system resides in the gut. So, so right now, right now, there's a there's a there's a, someone in the audience going, "Oh, well, see, this is this this isn't something we have to worry about because look what happened to your kids. They they exposed. Look, millions and millions and millions and millions of people are exposed to this stuff. The, exactly. r- the rural areas of America, they're all exposed to these things, and they and they follow their doctor's orders, and 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 their kids get sick. So you should pay attention to this because just because you don't have this disorder, someone in your family may have it. So now let's go right. from there. So yeah, you're digging for answers, which is what a good mother does to try to help their child because your your child was obviously not getting any uh, good information from the medical orthodoxy. And how did you find? Of all things, donkey milk. Right. So the pandas community was, you know, there really wasn't one at the time. Um, So, and if there was, they were just doing the conventional antibiotics, IVIG. So I started looking into what the autistic parents were doing that were trying to recover their kids, which is a whole other lightning rod topic. But I was amazed at some of the things they were finding. And one of the things they talked about was camel milk. So, um, Mm -hmm. and I started getting some camel milk and giving it to her. And then we did our whole diet and changed their, our whole diet and our whole world just went upside down. Um, camel milk did seem to help her. Uh, we also did raw cow milk, raw goat milk, raw cow colostrum and camel milk. <laughs> so we did the whole gamut. Yeah. People will say, oh, this will work just the same. So 
uh, we visited a camel farm and I discovered kind of the hard way that camels can be very dangerous. And <laughs> so a naturopath that had recommended camel milk, I called her up and I was like, hey, can we milk like an alpaca or something smaller and not so deadly? And she says, oh, try donkey milk. Some kids do better on that. So we did. And within um, 30 minutes of her first dose, and it had been about three months since this all started. And within about 30 minutes, she was able to say to my husband, I love you, daddy. Something she had not been able to say since we That's started. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then she got on the phone and was able to say the same thing. Say, I love you, grandma, to my mom. And my mom is like, what did you do? Because this was like an, an OCD thing she had not been able to overcome. And I said, we gave her some donkey milk. And so then we were like, okay, we're getting donkeys. And we actually got three critically endangered American mammoth donkeys and started our herd with them. So, so, so tell me what the American ma- mammoth donkey is. So they actually have a really cool history. Uh, George Washington was the first who got the originator of this breed here to the United States. The King of France, I believe, he sent them. He, he knew Washington wanted some, so he sent him over, they called it Royal Gift, and he needed it because that was when they were plowing to build this country. So they needed a mule that was large enough and strong enough. So you breed the horse to the donkey, get a mule. And that's how you would, you know, plow all the fields. They're really strong and durable and smart. They're extremely smart animals. Um, So that was the start of that breed. And they've actually really declined lately because they eat a lot. And there's, you know, people don't see there's a purpose in having them. And um, you can ride them. They're very smart. People say they're stubborn, but they're super smart. Um, you can ride them. They can pull. And, you know, we milk them. So, And they're great companion animals. We have a lot of people that come to our farm that have kids with autism, pandas, other behavioral issues. And our donkeys, are they can sense that. And they're just super sweet in general around these kids. So, Okay, do you feed donkeys Purina donkey chow? No. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm asking a, this for a reason. Yeah. Right. We have a custom mix that we do of, of different grains because we do have to feed them some grains. Well, but what, because, what, what, do they, what do they eat? If they were free in the wild, what would they eat? So they, they're desert animals, actually. So in the wild, they would be eating grass. And, um, you know, if they could find some grain, they would totally eat it. We you have to lock up the food. They're giant raccoons. If they get into something, they will eat <laughs> They're giant to raccoons. That's funny. Yeah. So <laughs> They're the re- so the re- smart. The we re- always say if we're not outsmarted. The, the reason I point this out is because a lot of the other breeds of, of animals that you're talking about that you tried, um, mm-hmm. farmers supplement with feeds. Made, you know, yeah. And we, we're learning a lot about how – Animals get sick just like humans because they're eating these feeds that are predominantly carbohydrates, but more importantly, laced with other stuff, herbicides, pesticides, and everything else. And so you have to ask yourself, is the person allergic to the food or what's left behind in the food from the the way they feed them? That's why I was making a joke. Did you use Purina, you know, uh, donkey? Because they don't make – once the – once they start making feed for that animal, then everything's going to go to hell, hell, real fast. Yeah. 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 So actually, the other thing about donkey milk that's really unique is it is the closest of any mammal milk to human breast milk. So, you know, cows have four stomachs, I believe, mm-hmm. and donkeys have one. So they're very different in the way that they are 
their genetics and our genetics and the way we digest and the way they digest. So, um, and the way you milk them. I mean, they don't make gallons of milk. They make ounces. Yeah. So it's more expensive. I want to talk about that. So uh, my audience knows that when I was a kid, I worked on the racetrack with, with large uh, with racehorses. And you had to – we as a groom, we took care of our horses. When they were done racing or done working or done walking – you know, you got in there with your curry comb, you, you, you and, you, and then you brushed them, and you put them in standing bandages because their le- legs were worth millions of dollars. And the fillies, we used to have to clean them because when they would race, they would kick the sand up, and you'd have to clean their teats. And their teats are little, like tiny little. You have to go all the way up between the two the two thighs, and there's these two little things. They look like the nipples on a. Uh, uh, on a on a, uh, uh, a a mechanical thing that you would put grease in, you know these two little nipples, mm-hmm. and you have to clean them. And the first thing I said to Sandra is, "How do you milk them? Their teats are this big. It's not like an udder that a ho- a cow has that you could pull down on." And you said right. by hand, and I was shocked. Yeah, it's definitely a labor of love, and you know I think that's one of the reasons we've had people call us and say, "Well, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to take it huge," and I'm like, "How much money do you want to sink into this?" I mean, we joke. We have a nonprofit that's a 501c3, but the farm is our nonprofit <laughs> that is a nonprofit just because it is. Yeah, I mean, there's no profit to make. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. We'd have to charge crazy money at, in order to be able to make, make money. Farm make. Uh, yeah. so, so tell me about the research that has already been done on donkey's milk being an immune modulator. Right. So it's really high in lysozyme and... Um, immunoglobulins, uh, the lysozyme, there's different components of it. I believe they all work together. And I think it's the way God made this to be synergistic together. So um, lysozyme, you know, it's immune modulating. So I always try to talk to people about, you know, your stimulating, overstimulated immune system is not good, but a lazy immune system is not good as well. So you've got to modulate the immune system. Um, and, you know, the immunoglobulins, high vitamin C, um, Vitamin D, I can't say the word high. I've been informed by the FDA. <laughs> but, you know, it's got vitamin C, vitamin D. Um, it's it's really like the perfect, it's a superfood in my opinion. And um, what we've seen, it is a superfood. Right. So wh- what are the doses? I shouldn't say doses. What are the amounts? What is it? What is a serving size for someone who maybe doesn't have illness um, but just wants to drink donkey milk? Right. So um, I have read out of other countries because here in the United States, we're kind of it. Um, and there's no funding for researching natural things, unfortunately. Uh, we do have researchers that do want to research it, but you've got to have funding. And so in other countries, they have said approximately what equates to a cup a day. So that's actually what my daughters drink is a half a cup in the morning and a half a cup at night. Um we did meet with a gut microbiologist about doing some research and he was asking me some questions. And I said, no, we see like kids that are raging will take a little drink and they'll calm down. Parents tell us this. And I've seen it myself, like within about 30 minutes. And he said, well, that's impossible because it won't have had time to reach the gut and do everything it needs to do. And I said, well, how long does it take for a shot of whiskey to affect your brain right? and he's not there and he's like oh okay so it's affecting the blood and the blood brain barrier and all of that so you know we need research to back all up what we're seeing over and over and over again 
but um, you know, it is anti-inflammatory as well. So, you know, there's research on it for either Crohn's or ulcerative colitis, uh, breast cancer, breast tumor research, pretty amazing lung tumor research. And that's all out there. Um, there's more research coming out of Europe than here, unfortunately. Um, so there's more coming out of there, but we have, I never tell someone to start with a half a cup of milk because unfortunately here in America, most of our diets are crap and we don't know our bodies can't detox. And so, you know, it is antibacterial and antifungal. There's research on all of that. So a lot of us, our guts are so full of candida and bacteria. And so, you know, it gets to your gut and if it starts killing off bad bacteria, then you're going to have a Herxheimer Herx reaction right, right. and die off and you're going to get sicker. And then they're going to say, Oh, this is it made you sick. sick, but really you, your, your body is trying to get out the dying microbes, yes. the pathogens yeah. and it becomes right. overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is yeah. very common. Um, so who is Dolce donkey? Uh, that is our skincare line, Dulce de Donkey. And that is, um, we started doing the skincare for one. I mean, we were having trouble even giving away the milk. I was like, you know, come, we'll give you the first jar free. Please come try this for your kid. It's helped our daughter. And I mean, people have a misconception about it. They think it's going to be disgusting or something like that. It's right. actually really sweet and delicious. Um, so not ga- not making- gamey. It's not gamey tasting. No, right. no, it's sweet. In Europe, in high end restaurants, they use it in desserts. They'll make it into like ice creams and stuff like that because it has such an amazing kind of a hazelnut flavor. It's really good. Um, so you know, we started the skincare line because also one of the symptoms with pandas was incessant hand washing, and you know you're eliminating all of the things in their diet. But if you don't look at what's coming in through your skin, you're still getting all those toxins. Mm -hmm. And one of the symptoms that she had, she was six years old. The day before she got all of the rest of the symptoms, she started having this really horrific BO. I'm like, she's six. And I was already pretty natural, crunchy mom. Um, So I didn't want to put deodorant on her. But you also don't want your kid to smell. And it was that stress sweat smell. It was a different kind of sweat. Um, so I developed a natural deodorant. We developed our donkey milk skincare so that you're not, you know, ruining your skin's microbiome and also not bringing in more toxins. So all of that kind of came together. And that was also how we got a lot of press because our, our skincare got featured and then we were on the news. And Are you talking that. to anybody about doing some sort of a, a randomized controlled trials or anything like that? No, uh, when everything happened with the FDA, I kind of felt like I had a little bit of a muzzle put on me. So well, we'll talk, we'll talk yeah. about the, let's talk about the FDA now. Uh, so, what happened? Tell tell the audience what happened to you with the FDA. Well, so in May, we had two government agents show up at our farm, and years before, we had been on every news station pretty much in the state. A lot of those news stories spread across the United States. We had been a feature story in Southern Living Magazine. We'd been in Garden and Gun Magazine. We had a huge billboard, Oklahoma City, about our farm years before. No one came to our farm. No one said we were doing anything wrong. We were always very careful. We will not shift the raw milk because that's illegal. Uh, We were very clear. We're not going to break the law. We're going to do everything right. So all of a sudden, these agents show up and they said, you can't advertise raw milk. So essentially shuts down our dairy 
because if we can't, we have people that come from across the United States that insist on having the raw milk. And uh, they also, after a while talking about raw milk, raw milk, raw milk, then they said, oh, also with the FDA, we'd like to see your freeze dried milk, which we did not give them at the time. And then the next month, June 2nd, the FDA, we brought in our next shipment. We'd been bringing in freeze-dried, pasteurized donkey milk from the Azores Islands, which is another thing we do, and we can ship that anywhere in the United States. And that's under donkeymilkforhealth.com. And they seized that. That's not the word they used. They held it. Yeah. <laughs> they held it. For it's, your, it's, your, it's yours, but we're going to hold on to it. <laughs> right. I couldn't touch it. I could not do anything with it. It's still in a warehouse that, you know, can charge you $30 a day to hold for you, but you can't touch it. And so months it took, and they're going to do their, their analysis. So they did their analysis, never gave us the results of that analysis to date. Um, but apparently it was fine because then they, at that point, if it had, anything had been wrong, they would have shipped it back or destroyed it. Mm-hmm. So then after that, then they said, okay, it's going to go to our processes department. I don't know what the acronym is for it. And then it took a, a couple more months. At one point, I'm like, you know, I'm emailing everybody at the FDA that I can. Um, and finally, they come back and said, it's mislabeled, misbranded. We use GR for grams instead of G. And uh, they said uh, our processes didn't meet their ABC of processes. And so we had to either destroy it, literally dump it in a dumpster or ship it back. By this time, it was December, I believe started in June. So half of our business was completely shut down and uh, half of our income was shut down. And so it also almost destroyed our farm in the Azores Islands. And uh, it was very, very difficult. And we're a small company and, you know, what do you do? It's the FDA. So we shipped it back. And right now, actually, we're supposed to be getting in our first shipment since June. And it should be in Oklahoma today. So if you pray, pray that we will be able to get it through and, and get it to the families that need it. So so freeze-drying, there's another name that the pharmaceutical industry uses for freeze-drying. It's called lyophilized. Growth, right. growth hormone is lyophilized. Insulin is lyophilized. Lyophilization is the single best way um, to remove microbes and pathogens from a compound so that it's so sterile you can inject it. So right. not only was the milk... The donkey's milk pasteurized, which people still get sick from pasteurized milk. Yeah. It was lyophilized, which means you wouldn't want to, but it was it was safe enough to inject. But yet they had a problem with that. What my right. question is, wasn't the FDA uh, aware that these companies were – I mean, I'm sure they're shipping that, that powder to other people besides you, and it's coming into the country. Why would the FDA even allow it to come in if it was bad? We're the only ones, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But but so the, we were the, but the we're FDA the first knew you were shipping import. it in, right? They knew it was coming yeah. in. Oh, we've been importing it, and we always go through customs. We always have, you know, customs. So it goes through USDA, FDA, customs every single time. For years, we've been doing this. And so this was nothing new. We always upload all of the documentation, all of the, you know, and it's it's organic. It's USDA organic, and it's European standard organic, which is way better than American standard organic. So, you know, it was a really uh, interesting thing and interesting timing. Um, You know, they they had just had the Abbott baby formula debacle, 
where, you know, this is the closest of any milk to human breast milk. And we had just had a large research company reach out to us about using it in their baby formula. So then this happens and that's gone. So, you know, we're all of these opportunities we've lost over the last six months. Well, well, we well, 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 that, weren't they just put on hold? I mean, once you have access to the, the powder again, can't you revive those relationships? Possibly. But, you know, it's kind of when the iron strikes, you have to go for it. Yeah, so, yeah. but we were uh, using, they were using our milk in a program, Southern California Allergy Institute, which is an amazing program here in California. And they take kids that are anaphylactic to different foods, put them through this program. And it's not just donkey milk, but that our donkey milk was a part of that. They go through this whole food induction process. And by the end, they can eat anything. They're not allergic anymore. This is fascinating. So, I mean... It's got yeah, it to be doing something. I, I understand IgG, immune immunoglobulins. Uh, there's lots of things that have these immunoglobulins. But this this must be so close to human milk, human breast milk, that it it it, it, it has the ability not to fool but to fix things like, right. like and, the microbiome and so on. Yeah. And I've gotten in trouble before. <laughs> I have a bit of a big mouth. But, you know, people say, well, then why don't I just give my kid my breast milk? Well that's great. Your breast milk is only as healthy as you are. And it's just like the donkey milk, like what you were saying, like, what do you feed your animals? So, you know, I had no idea when I was breastfeeding my babies, I thought I had some kind of like Berkey filter system and that I was filtering out all the mercury that was in my mouth. I didn't know that it's all going through your breast milk. So, you know, if you're eating toxic food, if you're drinking toxic water, I mean, that is all going to be coming out and, you know, your baby's getting that. And so we really have to look at our diet. We have to look at all of those things. And we always say donkey milk is not a magic bullet. People want a magic pill, whether it's an antibiotic or, you know, and weight we loss, decide, whatever. Right. Yeah. They want everybody. Yeah. Everybody wants a pill. One thing. Oh, just give me the pill and I'll get better. I know. Right. I know. Yeah. And in yeah. fact, uh, I, um, my, uh, my oldest child, had infant eczema. She was being breastfed, and they said that her mother had to stop bre- breastfeeding her because something in her milk was triggering it, the eczema. I mean, she was a little baby. She had uh, the tips of her fingers looked like they were going to fall off. There were such deep cracks, and all she was getting was breast milk. So, you know, we, we have this illusion that uh, I, I, there's safety in everything, we think. You know, it's, 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 really, yeah. it's really a crapshoot. I want to take yeah. our first commercial break. Uh, we have some questions from the audience that I'll put up, and we'll continue this. Uh, I want to also promote the website. So how do people find you? So we have actually three different things. We have You can look up Oklahoma Donkey Dairy, and that will come up with our skincare site, OklahomaDonkeyDairy.com, which is also DulceDayDonkey.com. And then we have um, Donkey Milk for Health, and for is spelled out, F-O-R. And that's donkeymilkforhealth.com. And then we also have our nonprofit, which is heehawforhealth.com. Oh, that's cute, heehaw. I used to like heehaw when I was a kid. I, <laughs> yeah, me too. I've got a lot of good stuff here that I have to get through. You know, producing your own show and in, doing the interview at the same time is kind of tedious. But I have some things here that Natalie put up that we'll play. And I'm also going to do the intro to the show again when we come back from this break, just in case, you know, anybody is going to start picking on me. Uh, so stay tuned. You're going to hear more about donkey milk in just a moment
Dogs should be powered by fat and protein, not carbs. That's why Visionary Pet makes low-carb, ketogenic dog food for dogs of all breeds and life stages. From kibble to freeze-dried and even low-carb treats, all Visionary Pet recipes are very low-carb, ketogenic, and made with 100% real meat protein. Shop now and use code SHR for 20% off your first order today. Your dog deserves the lifelong benefits of optimal nutrition. Make the switch to Visionary and see why smart dogs eat low-carb. There are lots of concerns about food supply today. That's why you need White Oak Pastures. White Oak Pastures will deliver food right to your doorstep. You don't even have to go out and be disappointed by shopping in grocery stores. The finest beef, pork, lamb, duck, and more can be found at White Oak Pastures. And now they even have seafood. And best of all, White Oak Pastures has a negative carbon footprint, which means that you don't have to feel guilty for eating your ribeye. Go to SHR network.biz slash white oak and use the code superhuman to save 15% off. Millions of people know that shrewd food is the smartest way to snack. Ever get that craving for crunchy snacks but don't want to eat all those empty carbs? Well, instead of puffed corn or wheat like most snacks, shrewd food puffs protein powder. This gives these crazy efficient macros. 2 grams of carbs, 14 grams of protein. That's as high as 67% protein and with only 90 calories. So knock out the carbs but Keep the amazing flavor and crunch you're looking for. Shrewd Food is now available at Walmart and Sprouts. Or go to shrnetwork.biz slash shrewdfood and use the code SHR25 for 25% off your order. Merrick Health is a premium telehealth platform that connects customers with partnered providers from the comfort of your home. Merrick provides concierge service with your very own patient care provider as your health advocate. You'll go over all your needs and goals from improving sexual function, hair loss prevention, increased muscle, fat loss and overall improved performance. Prescribed treatment options can be ordered and shipped directly to you if you meet the requirements. All from the comfort of your home. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash Health. that's M-A-R-E-K-H-E-A-L-T-H and order your comprehensives and get 10% off with code SHR. Don't forget to add the lab analysis to have results reviewed with potential over-the-counter supplements or treatment recommendations. That's shrnetwork.biz slash Health and use code SHR at checkout. Or order your own desired labs with code SHR and get 10% off your first lab order. This is the Superhuman Channel, where we use oxygen for the power of good. Welcome back. We're talking about donkey milk for health. Can you believe it? I I would have never believed it. Just because it's got to be so hard, tedious to to milk uh, any... uh, Are they considered equine? Donkeys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any any equine animal. Okay. So we are not making medi- medical advice. We're not doctors. We're not talking about anything that should piss anybody off on the medical orthodoxy. We're just talking about a phenomenon that was experienced by you and maybe some other people. We're not speaking on their behalf, but we're just exploring the topic. That's it. And um, I also want to put up this video. So Natalie um, was traveling this year. And she sent me a text message saying that she was uh, at this uh, donkey haven, if you will. These are them in the snow walking. They're such sweet animals, too. Look at them. Those big ears and that white muzzle. I mean, it's just pretty animals. And these are the, uh, are these the big donkeys that you're talking about? These are the Goliath or the mammoth donkeys? Yeah, these are actually some of our babies. Oh. So even the babies are really big. Um so a lot of people actually say, no, you have mules. And 
we have to correct them. No, these are actually donkeys because they're about the size of a horse. So yeah, they have they get really large. So these are the donkeys that were mated with horses to make them make a mule, a military mule. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, so let's talk more about donkeys. Did I lose my audio again? No. Okay, thank God. Um, so the government has been in and out. But you're, you're going to be able to start selling the freeze-dried again. What is? How do you sell it? By the kilo, half kilo? How do you sell it? It's 100 grams. In a, it's freeze-dried, so it's in a vacuum-sealed pouch. So that is the freeze-dried that's on Donkey Milk for right, Health. Right. If they want to come get the uh, raw milk that we can't talk about, <laughs> they would have to actually come to the farm and pick up the milk here. And it's frozen in pint jars. So that would be what Natalie got when she was here at the farm. And she said that her stomach, Natalie, like most of us today, has had some gut issues. And she said that her gut feel, I had no intentions of trying the milk. Not a fan of milk in general. But I became excited to find out why donkey milk after reading some of the research and stories. I drank about half of a shot of the milk the next morning, the same, and the next, and the night. By evening, my gut issue symptoms were changing significantly. It's been about a week and a half, and so many things are better. I'm literally blown away looking forward to the possibilities. So let's get back to raw milk for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I drank and gave my young children, school-age children, raw, unpasteurized cow's milk, specifically from Jersey's uh, mm-hmm. for a reason, uh, because of the uh, beta casein. Uh, and and for, for 20 years, uh, I, I have personally... Uh, and I still consume it once in a while, not as much. I, I don't drink it in the winter time. I only drink it in the summer, and I get it from a wonderful Mennonite family. I'm not going to say anything else mm-hmm. about them because the DEA will go knock on their doors. They did that to one right. of them. Yeah, they did that to one of the farmers I did business with, Gary Oaks. It's sad. He had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. They 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 arrested him at gunpoint while he was delivering milk to cow share members. Now I want to understand something. I get raw milk because I own a share of a cow. And the law is if you own a cow, you can drink its milk. You don't have to pasteurize it or bring it to a, a processor. And so no one was breaking the law, but they arrested him anyway. The poor guy had a heart attack and tens of thousands of dollars of legal fees. But if do I have to own a share of the donkey that I drink the milk from? No, actually, in Oklahoma, you don't. So in Oklahoma, raw milk is legal. There's different restrictions, like with cat with cows, there's more restrictions. With goats, you can advertise goat milk up to 100 gallons a month. Well, our donkeys never make 100 gallons a month. I mean, we'd be ecstatic if they did. You know, they have much smaller, yeah. Your fingers, 100, 100 gallons a month, your fingers would fall off by the end right, of the month. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So um, we're actually now, because of everything, and I, I believe that God works things out for good. So because of everything we're working on, legislation with our senator to actually make it legal to advertise raw milk of any kind because it is unconstitutional to have a legal product and then tell the person you can't tell anyone about it. So that's against freedom of speech. And so we're working on that and that's actually a bill in right now. So, you know, hopefully this will be beneficial for all cow milk farmers in Oklahoma and, you know, donkey milk which would just be you know, I have to believe that rural people realize the idiocy of these types of laws and I have to believe they're going to vote in favor of allowing raw milk to be sold 
The problem is up against the milk mafia. Well, yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. One of the advantages of selling donkey milk is no one's gonna buy it out of a, a Kroger store. And so they, right. they're, they're going to go, oh, yeah, who, who, let the crazies drink the donkey milk, leave the cow's <laughs> milk for us. But that's what it yeah. ends up being. Um, I've talked about this numerous times. I really should dig this show up and play it again. I had the wonderful opportunity to interview Dr. Ron Schmidt in two, late 2006. And he wrote the book, The, story, the Untold Story of Milk, where he mm-hmm. explained that milk was a wonderful thing, raw, unpasteurized, until... The liquor companies wanted to use their mash that they were throwing away. They already had bottling abilities. Why don't we get cows? We'll feed them the mash. We were going to throw it away anyway, and we'll go into the dairy business. And in 19, I want to say it was 1909. You can correct me if you want to look it up. There was an epidemic that you, if you Google the swill milk epidemic, it happened in New York, New Jersey. So the liquor companies started making milk, and they killed over 1,100 Women and children. Now, wow. now, instead of the government going, you guys can't be in the liquor business, it just so happened that Louis Pasteur invented pasteurization. So they sent their minions over there and said, go find out what this guy Louis Pasteur is doing. And they found out that if they pasteurized the milk, the pathogens died, but also the good microbes, the good healthy things, the things that influence IgG response. And so mm-hmm. milk is roadkill. You're drinking a dead animal when you drink pasteurized milk. Right. But, but yeah. people go to the grocery store daily to pick up milk, and then while they're there, they pick up all. So milk is a necessity for the grocery industry, and they are not going to let farmers sell it direct. They, they will. Right. They'll, 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 they'll send their henchmen at the government to shut farms down if they try to do that. Right. So that was part of the issue we had with the FDA was – we are very honest about the way we do things. And so when they asked us about our pasteurization method, which, you know, it they have A, B, or C. And if you don't do A, B, or C, you have to have an equally sufficient method. Ours was equally sufficient because it's lyophilized and it was safe, but it didn't meet A, B, or C. So we do it a certain way so we preserve the benefits and that's proprietary, you know, but we're trying to keep the benefits. And that is something that, you know, it really has been amazing because I like you, I was like, it has to be raw. It's not going to work. And we actually tried importing somewhere else and we didn't see the results. So, and you know, we stopped and we made a huge leap of faith by getting the milk from the Azores islands. And we were seeing amazing results so much so that we literally, our next door neighbor, her husband had Parkinson's and along with that, a lot of, not Parkinson's, dementia, along with all the anxiety that came with it. He was housebound. He could not leave the house. And she would get our powdered milk and she could have literally walked across the fence and gotten raw milk. And she was getting our powdered milk. It's so convenient and it worked great for him. And he was able to go to the grocery store and able to live a more comfortable, um, comfortable, comfortable quality life. of life. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how many grams of that 100 gram pouch then is a serving? So that depends on your dose. You know, we have to put the serving on there based on the FDA requirements for a serving, which would be like the equivalent of like a cow milk serving. Mm-hmm. But people that research know you're not like, and it's super expensive. You don't pour this on your cereal. Occasionally I I have it in a bowl of, you know, paleo cereal, but right. don't tell. Right. But like I, I've built up to that. Me and my family, we can drink it and I'm not going to have issues but other people, uh, you know, they may have some clean out that goes on. Um, 
We actually had a family come and he was originally from, I believe, Croatia. And he said his dad, and this is part of it, like a lot of people from other cultures, they come here because they want to see that it's donkey milk and that we don't have some Holstein cows out there that we're cutting the milk with. Mm. And so, yeah, um, we, they came and he was a type two diabetic and I had told him, I was like, try camel milk. I've heard really great things about camel milk and they'll ship it to you. Um, and he said, no, no, no. I know that donkey milk is what I need. And in my culture, this is what I need. He came and got the milk and, uh, we gave him each like a shot glass full while they were at our house. And we were about 30 minutes from the city. And he said, well, my grandpa, they said, if it's real milk, that it'll flush you out. And I said, yeah, we hear that, um, about 45 minutes usually takes effect if you're on a standard American diet and you need a good flush. Right. <laughs> and so he called us 45 minutes later from their hotel and he said, I'll take everything you have. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Yeah. Which we couldn't give him because someone else was coming from Dallas to get some milk and they tried to outbid the other person. They were like, no, how much are they paying? I'll pay you more. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. So um, yeah. how much does a hundred grams cost? So we're having to go up a little bit because of everything that's happened. Sure. Um, and, you know, we really tried even throughout the last few years, even cow milk has gone up exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't. We did everything we could to not increase the price because I'm a mom and I know you'll do anything, you know, including bankrupt your family to try to heal your kid. And so with this, um, now it's going to be about $59 for a hundred grams. And a hundred yeah. grams should last if you if you're using... If you're using like half the cow milk, um, right? Uh, so yeah, I mean, like we're doing a cup a day for my girls, but I hear people saying they're taking literally a teaspoon of powder, and there's—I don't know. I mean, it's shocking to me that people see results with this. They're tiny, just throwing tiny it in their mouth. Yeah, I mean, other people they put it in capsules. They're literally putting it in capsules themselves because their kids have such sensory issues. They right. don't drink it. They're on the spectrum, and so. They'll yeah. take two capsules or something like that. And in Europe, they actually sell a lot of it in capsules. And it's crazy to me, but people will pay a lot more if it's in a capsule because they feel like it's a pill <laughs> than if it's powdered milk. They don't see the value of it unless they have the pharmaceutical mindset of it being. So if I, if I put that in a double O capsule, 100 grams, it's got to be very light. It's got to be feather light. It must be right. a, a fairly nice amount, right? It's a nice. Right. Oh, yeah. You could make a lot of capsules. I've never tried it. That would take a yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you could make a ton of capsules. I mean, we try, you know, you, you need to keep it away from light and moisture. So, you know, seal the bag back tight and, you know, keep it somewhere in a dark place. Tell me about uh, the, the when are the donkeys lactating after they fall, drop a foal or Yeah, you can't just go out and milk a donkey. Right. You'll get kicked. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, and one thing I love about I'm probably the most wussy farmer ever. Um, I wouldn't be able to do cow milk because they take the baby away at birth. Some of those cows, they never ever ever get to be with their mother ever. And so with donkeys, they're so smart and you cannot take that baby away and you cannot say, I'm going to take all the milk because I'm going to take it all for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had a couple instances where tragedy happened and the baby donkey died and the mother will dry up within about 48 hours because they know they don't have their baby anymore. Right. Um, wow. And they just, dry, yeah, that's amazing. They dry up. Yeah. So you can't do like with cows where they take away that baby. 
And even when the baby's born, we don't milk that mom for months. Like the baby gets all of that milk. And, well, and the colostrum, the especially the colostrum, yeah. right? And the colostrum, yeah. And that's an interesting thing. So all milk has um, basically like the insulin in it. Right. And we had lost a baby donkey right before my daughter went into ketoacidosis. And so I just thought she was sick. I was giving her the colostrum. We had had to milk out the mom after she lost her baby. We never have colostrum. But I thought my daughter had some virus or something. So I was giving her the colostrum milk. And I think that helped keep her alive until we got her to the hospital and figured right. out she was diabetic. That's, I mean, it's just really amazing. There's stories like that. Well, and Ron, so. Ron Schmidt told me about that. But back in the day before insulin was discovered, uh, raw cow's milk was the only thing that would keep uh, diabetics, uh, type 1 diabetics alive. We didn't have type 2 diabetics back then. He right. says the only thing that would yeah. keep them alive was 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 there's all there's a whole hormonal milu in in raw and pasteurized milk, right? It's fascinating. Yeah, um, it is. So uh, I have to take I have to t- I don't want to take a break, but I have to take this last commercial break because I'm going to be joined by Rod Robert Patton after uh, our interview is over. So just stay with me, and we will wrap up the interview, and it'll be a lot of fun. Stay tuned. Great sleep upgrades you on virtually every level, body fat, muscle mass, mood, brain function, and countless other ways. But taking melatonin alone isn't the answer. Thanks to a brand new sleep formula developed by my friends at Bioptimizers, you can experience the best night's sleep ever. Sleep Breakthrough is a delicious sleep drink that supports your natural melatonin production and relaxation without creating a dependency so you can have the best night's sleep on demand. It targets five different sleep pathways to give you the best sleep ever. And best of all, you'll wake up feeling rested and rejuvenated so that you can have the best day possible. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to sleepbreakthrough.com slash SHR and use the code SHR10 for 10% off. Plus, you can unlock special gifts with the value of at least $20. This is a limited time offer, so go to sleepbreakthrough.com forward slash SHR right now. Hey, this is Carl Lenore. I am the inventor of Gunleash. Over half a million handguns are lost in the United States every year. If you carry a gun like I do, you are 300 times more likely to lose your gun. And 15% of those guns will end up in criminals' hands and used in the commission of a crime. Gunleash solves that problem. Gunleash is a patented, no-tracking proximity device the size of a postage stamp. It will alert you as soon as your gun is outside of your range, so you can never leave your gun behind. To learn more and to be notified when Gunleash is available at the end of January, go to Gunleash.com and get on our mailing list. Gunleash. Never lose your gun, never leave your gun. There are lots of concerns about food supply today. That's why you need White Oak Pastures. White Oak Pastures will deliver food right to your doorstep. You don't even have to go out and be disappointed by shopping in grocery stores. The finest beef, pork, lamb, duck, 
and more can be found at White Oak Pastures. And now they even have seafood. And best of all, White Oak Pastures has a negative carbon footprint, which means that you don't have to feel guilty for eating your ribeye. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash white oak and use the code superhuman to save 15% off. Remember those rectangular toaster pastries you used to love when you were a kid? Well, Legendary Foods has just made them better. The new cake-style tasty pastry is like nothing you've ever had before. With 20 grams of high-quality protein and less than one gram of sugar, you'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash legendary and use the code SHR10 to save to save 10% off your purchase of tasty pastries. Now available in cookies and cream, red velvet cake, birthday cake, blueberry, strawberry, brown sugar cinnamon, and hot fudge sundae. Go to shrnetwork.biz slash legendary and use code SHR10 today. This is the Superhuman Channel, where brawn and brains finally meet. I'm struggling today to get this computer to do what I want. It's a brand new computer. I just can't, uh, I can't find things as fast. Welcome back. We're talking yeah. with Sandra Trawick, and uh, she is discussing the health benefits of drinking donkey milk. But you know what? Let's sidestep the health benefits for a second. It's exotic. I mean, could you imagine telling your friends, well, yeah, my family, we drink donkey milk. They'll look at you a little oddly first, but then they're going to say, why? And then you can get, you get a chance to tell them the story. Yeah, and they'll make a lot of jokes. Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah. heard all of them. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's fascinating. I, I, I actually want to try it. I have gut issues, and I haven't mm-hmm. been able to resolve them completely. And um, I've tried a lot of stuff. And right now I'm pretty much eating carnivore. Uh, I'm adding a lot of muscle, I'll tell you that, eating carnivore. But my gut mm-hmm. still doesn't feel right. And I'm right. And you know, Natalie and I have talked about gut problems because she has some, I have some, everybody has some. My wife doesn't have them. Elisa doesn't have anything. She eats the same foods that she's eat, she's eaten since she was like nine years old. I mean, really. I mean, she she knows what works for her and it, and she's aging amazingly. But mm-hmm. I have gut issues. But I was a C-section baby. Mm-hmm. My mother took Librium while she was pregnant with me, which which was like Xanax. And she smoked cigarettes when she was pregnant with me. So the fact that I'm 64 years old and I haven't collapsed yet, I think, is a win for me. Um, right. But, you know, I, I have I have gut issues. and I'm, I'm really excited about this. I think there's a, I want to see uh, if there's something to it. So mm-hmm. let's give the website again. I don't I guess I don't have a link, a, a pay a banner ad with the website. And I'm sad about that. Um, give, give the website again where people can go and find out more. So for the freeze-dried milk, it'll be donkeymilkforhealth.com, all spelled out. And uh, for our skincare, they can go to oklahomadonkeydairy.com or dulcededonkey.com, which is a little harder to spell. And then for Thank our nonprofit, you, Natalie. <laughs> go ahead, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. For our nonprofit, it's heehawforhealth.com. And I haven't really gotten to talk about that, but we do have health events at our farm for families with children that are struggling with autoimmune disease. Because one of the things we find is people come to pick up milk and we end up having hour-long conversations talking about diet, talking about all of these things. Now I can just send them this podcast. But, you know, we needed an outlet. And a lot of people are, they're broke because you a lot of the things that are helping our children are not covered by insurance. Mm -hmm. And so we have this day at our farm where we have doctors, MDs, naturopaths, 
functional nutritionists, um, homeopaths, they all come and they just donate their time to help our children. And we set up tents and it's a fun environment. The kids are there. It's a, it's a great day. You know, it's really sad uh, that we should be able to try anything we want. If I can, this government sucks. And you're not saying this. I'm saying it because you're you're a good Christian woman. You wouldn't say something like that. <laughs> but this government sucks. And I'll tell you in, in one sentence why. Cigarette smoking. Mm-hmm. You can start smoking cigarettes that we know. is. Look, I, if you want to smoke, God bless you, smoke. That's my, <laughs> that, but that, but that's, my, that's my attitude. If you want to mm-hmm. drink donkey milk, God bless you, drink donkey milk. Why do, yeah. they, why do they withhold things that potentially could help us? But you can have all the stuff that'll kill you, all the alcohol you want, uh, all the tobacco products you want, and we know they're going to shorten your life. The government's okay with that. You know why? Mm-hmm. Taxes, because they're getting their vig. You know, what vig is if you if you borrow money from a loan shark, the vigorous mm-hmm. is the daily interest. That if you don't pay that interest, they break your legs, and, and then they want the balance too. The government gets their vig because they're getting tax money from from some tobacco. So it's okay mm-hmm. if you kill four hundred thousand people a year as long as the government makes money on it. They're happy. It's okay. It's okay. Right. And this is true. I mean, I'm not being. I'm not trying to be a jerk. But if you're a critical thinker, you have to say you're going to tell me I can't drink donkey milk, but I mm-hmm. can smoke cigarette. The government's cool with that. Right. So disingenuous. It's disgusting. I right, look. Yeah. Natalie, you know, I'm looking at these pictures. They're the size of postage stamps. I didn't realize donkeymilkforhealth.com is on the graphic that she made for today's show. So there you go. Go there and start there and give it a try and let me know what you think because I'm going to give it a try myself. Sandra, thanks for being here today. Go ahead. ahead, ahead. Thank you. Well, I did want to say right now it's going to say sold out on the website because I don't want to pre-sell it until we're sure that we're allowed to bring it back into the country. So they can reach out to me. I can put them on a wait list for the milk. And when we have it, I'm really trying to prioritize. You know, we have a lot of soap makers that want to get it and use it for soap. I want to make sure it goes to people that need it for their health first. Really? So. Yeah, because they use other milk. They use goat milk for soap, right? So they, yeah. Well, I use it in my soap, but right. we use our raw milk in our soap. So, yeah, so, it is amazing. Can I just eat the soap like a bar of candy? No. <laughs> you can try. It, you can eat it. It might not taste it'll bad, go really. Yeah. It, it'll really go through me fast then. Right. It'll do its job really quickly. That's I look, right. It'll clean you out. It's been fascinating to have you on the show. I wish you all the luck in the world. I hope other people Thank hear about you. what you're doing, and, and I Thank hope they you. get behind you. Take care. Thank you so much. Take care. All right, we're going to take one quick commercial break, and if I can facilitate my brain, we'll have Robert Patton joining us, and I'm going to tell you why you must, if you're a man, you must wear these underwear. I'm telling you, they're magic. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Superhuman Radio. Great sleep upgrades you on virtually every level, body fat, muscle mass, mood, brain function, and countless other ways. But taking melatonin alone isn't the answer. Thanks to a brand new sleep formula developed by my friends at Bioptimizers, you can experience the best night's sleep ever. Sleep Breakthrough is a delicious sleep drink that supports your natural melatonin production and relaxation without creating a dependency so you can have the best night's sleep on demand. It targets five different sleep pathways to 
give you the best sleep ever. And best of all, you'll wake up feeling rested and rejuvenated so that you can have the best day possible. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to sleepbreakthrough.com slash SHR and use the code SHR10 for 10% off. Plus, you can unlock special gifts with the value of at least $20. This is a limited time offer, so go to sleepbreakthrough.com forward slash SHR right now. I would easily say that I am the hugest proponent you will ever meet to doing anything that will improve the quality of my sleep. And that's because sleep is linked to just about every metabolic disorder we see in our population today. One of the easiest things you can do to improve the quality of your sleep is to get a pillow that can be shaped into the exact form factor that allows you to get your best night's sleep. And that is my pillow. I've been sleeping with my pillow for a few years now, and I can tell you that when I have to travel and stay in hotels, I don't get a good night's sleep because I don't have my pillow with me. Right now, you can save up to 60% off of everything offered to improve the quality of your sleep at shrnetwork.biz slash mypillow when you use the code SHR. Or you can call toll-free 800-889-4938. And remember to use code SHR to save up to 60% off of everything at their website. Millions of people know that shrewd food is the smartest way to snack. Ever get that craving for crunchy snacks but don't want to eat all those empty carbs? Well, instead of puffed corn or wheat like most snacks, shrewd food puffs protein powder. This gives these crazy efficient macros. Two grams of carbs, 14 grams of protein. That's as high as 67% protein and with only 90 calories. So knock out the carbs, but keep the amazing flavor and crunch you're looking for. Shrewd food is now available at Walmart and Sprouts. Or go to shrnetwork.biz slash shrewd food and use the code SHR25 for 25% off your order. Hey guys, it's time to change your f***ing underwear. And it's time to change to sheath sheath's underwear's revolutionary designs allows your man parts to hang the way they would naturally hang if you were not wearing underwear and this improves the blood flow throughout the day to the twigs and berries if you've never experienced wearing a pair of sheath underwear boy is there an exciting experience waiting for you grab a pen and write this down go to shrnetwork.biz slash sheath that's s H-E-A-T-H. And use the code SUPERHUMAN to save 20% off your first pair. And get this, if you're not completely satisfied, send them back for a full refund. That's shrnetwork.biz slash sheath. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. We're ripped and we're ready. Yeah. I, I actually, in the chat section, apologized to Sandra. I said, I'm sorry for the next commercial because she's so sweet, and I know she's a God-fearing woman. And I thought, oh, my God, this spot's going to play, and I'm going to, like, she's going to lose all respect for me in one second here. So I apologize hey. to her. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get people's attention with this spot. You know, nobody thinks – people think underwear, 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 and then really not. And after wearing sheath underwear for a full year now, I can tell you that if you love your man, buy him sheath underwear. And if you love yourself, buy yourself sheath underwear because there's no other underwear that does what this underwear does. Welcome to the show, Robert Patton. How you doing? Thank you for having me, Carl. I'm doing very well. It's a good, (laughs) happy Monday, and uh, I'm excited to be here. So Robert Patton designed sheath underwear after being deployed where? In Kuwait? I did go to Kuwait, but that was like just uh, a waiting station for us to go into Iraq. I did two tours in Iraq, and I was in like Balad, which they call Mortaritaville. 
There were <laughs> instead of Margaritaville, Margaritaville. That's good. I like yeah. that. It was it was and it was fun. <laughs> it was a little uh, tense at times, but it like it was so hot there. They say it's hotter than the devils, you know. Yeah. Right. But and I just uh, it's true. And when and every every guy knows when it gets hot downstairs can get a little uncomfortable. And I was just I had this concept what everything was separated down while, while, while he's dutch dodging mortars he's thinking i think i can fix this problem you know yeah like, yeah. yeah well i was always thinking about different ideas for business i've have i started a few businesses earlier in my years uh, before i joined the army and they failed but i never really stopped dreaming of something like that and when that idea came to me I was just, I was actually just thinking it would be good to make them for me. I wasn't actually kind of like, ooh, how can I make a bunch of money? But, uh, after telling people the concept, I told a lot of my soldier buddies and family and friends, and no one ever said, like, that's absurd. I'm, I, that would never work. Everyone was like, hmm, that's not a bad idea. Cause everyone knows when you're wearing regular underwear, you're just getting your package smashed up against your body and that's not comfortable. So, so. Let, so let's talk, let's talk about something. You know, I'm, I'm the science guy, right? I've been doing this show for 17 years, focused on science, health, nutrition, anti-aging. As you get older, a big problem with people as they get older, they don't realize this is peripheral blood flow. When we talk about peripheral blood flow, we talk about the very small vasculature, these small little, uh, tiny little uh, veins and and blood vessels that over time get clogged up, they shrink, they get smaller, and you start to lose peripheral blood flow. And one of the things you'll notice if you lose peripheral blood flow is your your, your hands are always dry. Like, mm-hmm. like you, no matter how much lotion you put on, you, like when you grab things, they slip out. That's because if you have 100 acres and the back 40 isn't getting enough water, you're not growing anything on the back 40. They, it, everything that you plant is going to die. And this is what happens to the body. And so this also happens to the man parts, especially if all day long you squash it into like a, a shot glass size area. And, yeah. and and as you get older, we know like there's all these products out there for ED. And I'm not saying these are going to cure ED, but what I am saying is this. ED is blood flow related. Mm-hmm. Why do we smash our parts like that and then expect it to function great? Six, I'm 64 years old. I've been wearing this body for 64 years. Things aren't really the way they used to be. And so what I discovered about sheet, and I'm going to I'm going to explain it as, as carefully as possible because I don't want to sound vulgar. Um, sheath has a pouch for your berries. It also has um, a woody woodpecker poked a little hole in it, so the little the the the, the twig can go out and be Not in its little. own be, be in its own separate pouch. And mm-hmm. it's literally like the way things would be if you didn't have underwear on. When you walk around the house, you know things are separated. They have their own autonomous uh, life, and then you put them in your underwear. You say, "Get together and stay there and don't move." That's the that's a problem. So. Sheath underwear solves that problem. They're so flipping comfortable. They really are because you don't have everything all mashed up, but mm-hmm. they're healthier. I'm using that word specifically because blood flow is a problem as you get older, and these allow the blood to the twigs and berries to flow naturally. 
We've actually been recommended by urologists, like without our solicitation. So that was pretty cool when we heard from some urologists who told us that they were recommending sheath to their patients. And we're also recommended by Dr. Drew. He's a radio personality. He's a doctor. Also. Dr. Drew, he's yeah. a, is, him and Adam Carolla. Really? Yeah. Remember yeah, Love, yeah, Love yeah. Line? Remember Love Line? Oh, yeah. That's why it's like our generation and is out of K, uh, LA, yeah, somewhere right, in LA, right. K Rock or something. And um, we got him recently, and that was a pretty fun little advertisement. But yeah, everyone that wears them loves them. And if you don't love them, we have a 100% money back guarantee. And, that, and that's pair. what I was going to say. Not only do I love them, but I, I, I tore a pair and I felt very sad about tearing it because it was one of my favorite ones, the red ones. They have like this, uh, this Greek. Thing going around the band, you know, like the nice. the, the Parthenon yeah. has, and I love yes. them, and I I tore them, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I tore. Them. I tear underwear and throw them away. I don't think twice about them. But when it's sheath, I'm like, oh now now one of the underwear in my rotation is going to be just plain old, you know, crush things up underwear. So we'll have to send you another care package. Uh, yeah, well, I, I'm going to order some. But here here's here's what I want to show you. My audience has a twenty percent off. And they make underwear for women while they're not scientifically like as cool. You and your husband can match at least. Mm-hmm. SHRnetwork.biz slash sheath. Use the code superhuman for 20% off. And if you don't like them, send them back. What's better than that? I mean, yeah, you, know, you don't even have to send them back. You just cut, you just contact our customer service department to tell them that didn't work out for you. We'll refund the money and then you can keep them. And a lot of times when some, this has happened a few times where someone's like, they, they, didn't like quite like the feel when they first put them on got a refund six months later they're like you know what i do like them it's because they're it's because the first time you put them on it might be cold outside which shouldn't necessarily make a huge difference but you'll really notice the difference like when it's hot outside if you live in the southern states uh, i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you who who's gonna send it back the first go around the guy who puts them on like regular underwear he just puts them on and so what you got to do, I like I up. said, you got to put the berries in the pouch that comes with it. Because it's mm-hmm. regular underwear, pouch, and pigeonhole. Put the yes. berries in the pouch, put the little man out the pigeonhole, and then, and then that covers with an outer flap, you know, so you can easy. It's even easier to use the urinal when you're wearing them. I mean, it's unbelievable. They, it was, it kind of just came to me. It's not like, it was like divine inspiration. <laughs> I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I'm not like this mad scientist genius i just kind of had this concept and played around with it for quite a few years we had the idea in 2008 we didn't really launch until 2013 and there was many years of trial and error to get the fit just right and like the positioning of the pouches and stuff and it started off with just a single pouch it was just for the boys to keep them from sticking in between your legs but i had the and then i was i remember laying in bed one day it was like early morning and it was just kind of eating at me that we had the dual pouch system kind of could be a factor, but I didn't want to overcomplicate things. But I just, I remember I got up uh, like anxiously and called, contacted my patent attorney and was like, let's get this idea patent pending and it's still pending, but it is, you know, protected. So patent, the, patent, can... pa- the patent office is slower than death. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I have a patent. I have a patent on the gun leash, but it's patent pending. 
They haven't yes. even looked at my patent yet. But meanwhile, there's nothing else in my space, so I'm not concerned about it. Right. But, but it, it's still considered patent pending, and it's like I've been waiting forever and ever for the. Somebody just told me, oh yeah, that they're, they're slow. The power, they're slow. I think they're all dead. <laughs> I don't think anybody's working backwards. there anymore. Yeah. By the way, thank you, Natalie, because I forgot to put the new background up. Just she made just for you, Robert. Oh, I do like that. It's got the drawings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like you were invent yeah, drawing pants and stuff like that. Thank you. That's how it all started. I mean, I initially I drew it all out, then I got some fabric, I took it to a tailor. I was like, okay, I showed them the drawing, took them the fabric and said, Okay, so sew this pouch into the sheet into like basically regular underwear. Right. And that was the beginning of the first prototype. And I remember I I have a picture of myself in Iraq holding the pair because I one I had the idea and I immediately went to work like on it. Like while you were being while you were deployed you started working on it. Yeah, because I was on I was on a fob, you know, and I wasn't like on the front line per se. I was on a base near the front line, but I was one of the guys that didn't quite go out into the battle when right. the bullets fly in. Although they were throwing mortars in onto our base. And I remember like having to get up in the middle of the night and go get under a bunker. But I know, like, as we're sitting under this concrete bunker, if one of the mortars would have hit the bunker, yeah, we it would cave been in. It cave in on. Well, look, I, I'm an old guy. I remember having to get under my desk for the air air yeah. drills. Like, come on, you know, uh, you get under your desk, you're gonna be crushed by your desk. You know, they should have had yeah. us run, run out in the street, I guess, or something. I you just stay. I ultimately ended up staying in bed. But by, by like six months in, I was like, if it's gonna hit here, it might hit. It's gonna hit there, gonna yeah. Hit, yeah. yeah, right. They're going to so, shoot at the bunker. They're going to be like, all oh, the guys aren't in bed. They're in the bunker. So you, you'd be probably better off in bed. It was so crazy. We had these CRAM machine guns on the mm-hmm. uh, the base border or whatever. And so as mortars would come in, you would see they would go zzz, and yeah. they would shoot like thousands of I bullets know. in one second and shoot it down. So we never really had too much worry of them actually coming on. But every now and then some did make it actually – and some of my buddies got, you know, like TBIs and stuff. Fortunately, yeah, nobody was hurt like too bad. Yeah. But so let's get back on the subject of underwear. I'm telling my audience now, you got to try these. Give them a try. You can send them Please. back. Well, you just heard it. Now you know what, you know what's going to happen now? Everybody's going to order their first pair and say, I don't like them and keep them. But then they, they're going to end up having to order more because those that first pair is going to get worn out real fast. You're going to be on the naughty list if you do that. Yeah, but it's, a, it's an honor system, and yeah. fortunately, most people are you know good people and wouldn't necessarily do that. But if you really needed it, then do what you got to do. Ah, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. All right. So one more time, I'm going to put because I, I don't want to belabor this. Sheath underwear are the best underwear a man can wear. Go to shrnetwork.biz/sheath. Use code Superhuman. Get 20% off. In, in fact, be a solid guy and take the 20% off and buy a half a dozen pair because you're not going to want – you're going to want them. You may want to be a scammer, but you're going to want the underwear. Trust me because they're the best. And wear them the way I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay? Put the berries in the pouch and put the twig out the little pigeonhole and then it has a piece of material on the outside so it's not like you're sticking out in your pants. You're still covered up. Things will 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 thank you. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. Things will thank you. And they're really high quality underwear. And, and yeah. I, some of our our uh, podcasters promoters, they're like, and if you don't want to use the pouch, don't use the pouch. They'll still be the best pair of underwear you've ever worn. And I, 
because then they're just like regular underwear, except super high quality. Like they last like the construction of the, it's not going to rip or tear or, and if they do, then we'll replace them. But right. that's again, like where you stand behind the product. The product has gotten us this far. This is our 10 year anniversary. Oh, we've wow. been in business and it's, uh, you know, if we, if the product, didn't work properly or whatever. You, you we wouldn't, wouldn't have made it this far. Yeah, that's and we've doubled every year in, in growth since 2013, which is pretty, you know, it's not like Facebook or anything, but it's, it's a solid, uh, respectable growth rate. And if we continue that growth rate, then of course we'll be hitting a, like a billion dollars in like 10 years, but that'd be awesome. It's, we're very fortunate and we really, grateful for our customers and grateful for our promoters and guys like you, Carl, who are, you know, speaking on our behalf because it's badass MFers like yourself that kind of people respect your intellect and, and experience that take your word for a good product. And so, um, that's why we work with you and sheath on the wear the best a man can get. No, what is that? What, what was that? Gillette. Gillette. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, sheath on the wear the best a man can wear. How about that instead? There okay. you go. Robert, it. thanks for being here today, brother. Thank you. And I will I will do it again in uh, like a month or so. Yeah, yeah. And thanks for, okay. thanks for being a sponsor, really. Thank you're, you. You're very welcome. Bye, everyone. All right. So that's it for today's show. Um, we have a show tomorrow you're going to want to tune into. So tomorrow I'm going to reveal a drug that's in phase two trials that will probably be the greatest diet drug ever. I know everybody's talking about the uh, GLP-1 agonists uh, that are real popular. People in Hollywood are using them. GLP-1 agonists work because they make you so nauseous you don't want to eat. I mean, lots of things can work that way. Uh, GLP agonists are good for people with type 2 diabetes. However, no one wants to walk around nauseous, and the GLP agonists don't always work for everybody. I know a girl who's been on them for like, a month and a half now, she says she hasn't lost any weight and she always feels nauseous and it wasn't worth it. I'm going to talk about a, a drug that you can actually get right now through some research companies at a half a milligram a day for 24 weeks, 25 pounds minimum lost in a, in a, a trial group of, I think, two or 300 people. And no nausea. In fact... It's a triple monomine reuptake inhibitor, which means it increases dopamine, serotonin, and noradrenaline. And it makes you feel great. Some people claim it increases their libido. Some people just say it makes them feel really, really good, very happy. Uh, and it, it's amazing. So you're going to tune into tomorrow's show. You're going to learn about this drug. And I'm going to show you how you can procure it yourself uh, if you don't want to wait for the final trials uh, to, to approve it for the pharmaceutical companies to start to sell it to people, which they're going to. All these drugs for, for weight loss, they, they, they rush them right to market. So tune in tomorrow for that. Don't forget, show the donkeys some love. Uh, let me make sure I have the right placard here. Go to donkeymilkforhealth.com and help Sandra with her good fight. Uh, you know, there's so much that we're being denied today as Americans. It's really disgusting. I just keep waiting for something to change, Trump, you know, just something to change, anything, Trump. I'm probably going to lose some listeners today. All right, it's okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. I right, see you, everybody, tomorrow with more Superhuman Radio. Take care.